In the name of Jesus, amen. There's a scene toward the end of the last Harry Potter movie that could have been made for today, All Saints Day. Uh, Now, I'm no Harry Potter aficionado or enthusiast. I don't even know the names of the four houses, so I'll probably get some details wrong. I've never even read any of the books and only seen some of the movies. But did see the last one, and so this scene. Harry, main main guy wizard, is uh, walking through this forest, the Forbidden Forest, I think it's called. On his way to meet Voldemort, arch-nemesis, really bad guy, on his way to certain death. And young Potter is scared. In his fear, he remembers this magical stone, the resurrection stone, which Dumbledore, chief good wizard, had given him. He he turns it over in his shaking hand three times, and suddenly there appear before him his mother and father, James and Lily Potter, along with two of their friends, Sirius Black and James Lupin. Four people, all of whom had died at some, some time previous, actually all who died heroically in some way for Harry, who, like I said, turns the resurrection stone in his hands, and they appear. They're wispy and they're ghost-like, but they're definitely not just figments of Harry's imagination. They're somehow really there, and they're smiling at him, especially his mom, Lily. She says, you've been so brave. Dad James says, and we're so very proud of you. Harry asks Sirius if dying hurts. Not at all his response. Quicker and easier than falling asleep. The five talk a bit more and then head off together into the woods. That's the end of the scene. On this day, we might say that these four were Harry's saints. (laughs) His personal cloud of witnesses who walked with him toward what they had already walked through. The last line of the scene, as told in one of the books, had to check my kids' books, reads, Beside Harry, making scarcely a sound, walked James, Sirius, Lupin, and Lily, and their presence was his courage. The Harry Potter scene for All Saints Day. Now, of course, we don't base our faith on Harry Potter. And the saints that we give thanks for today are not with us in the same way J.K. Rowling's words put them there for Harry. Dumbledore has given none of us a resurrection stone. Though some Christians in various places have thought it a good idea to pray To the dead, we can't converse with our saints like Harry did his. In fact, one of the the lesser reasons we don't pray to them is that God's word doesn't give us a whole lot of a certainty. They even know what's going on down here with, with us. We just know they are with Jesus, and because they are always with Jesus, 
They are always with us. Because Jesus is always with us. Not just ghosts to to talk to, but not figments of the imagination either. No, how those saints are with us is one of the things we call a mystery. In fact, if you were here last Sunday singing that final great hymn, it's exactly what uh, we all called it. Yet she on earth has union with God the three in one. That's us. The earth earth having union, those on earth. And we say, and mystic sweet communion with those whose rest is one. Union, a mystery, a mystic communion with those whose rest is one, those saints with the Lord. And then in another great hymn, the one we sang today to start the service, we sang why? O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, that's those of us down here, while they in glory shine. But then this is the good part. Yet all are one in thee, that's in Jesus, for all are thine. All belong to him. You see, all are one, whether feebly struggling or in glory shining, all together in one, because we are together in Jesus, we all belong to Jesus, and so somehow are together. Because they, those saints, are always with Jesus, they are always with us, because Jesus is always with us. And that is a courage, a strength, I think, which is where Rowling gets it right. Their presence is our courage. Though maybe not in the same way Harry's hero saints were for him. And that's where our gospel reading comes in for today. Those Beatitudes that we read a few minutes ago, we always read that bit of Jesus' sermon, beautiful words, Ah, from the Sermon on the Mount on All Saints Day, we read it. We usually sing those words, too, um, right before the sermon, because I really like the hymn. Blessed are they, the poor in spirit. Just love that tune. And, and, and it might be that you hear all those blessed are yous on an All Saints Day and think to yourself, well, that must be the recipe for how someone becomes a holy hero. Do those great things, be those great things, and earn your saint card. Well, if you do hear them that way, I'd urge you to listen a little more closely, especially to those first blessings. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek, that is the the powerless, whose power has been stripped from them. Those who hunger for righteousness. The first thing, a close listen, might have you noticing that there are no ifs in there. There's no recipe. There's not a single to-do. We've got a bad habit of turning most everything Jesus says into a to-do list, which is fodder for another sermon. But for now, just notice, no ifs. No how-tos to do to get something or become something. Just words about things as they are. But then more... Notice the kinds of things, the sorts of people Jesus describes as blessed. Poor in spirit, mourning, powerless, hungering, 
Not exactly great, heroic things, are they? They're not heroes who've done marvelous things whom Jesus calls blessed. They are empty people. People who have nothing at all. In fact, to the sort of people, a close listen to the whole gospel story would tell you Jesus makes a habit of hanging out with. Like a prostitute who has nothing but a mob of hypocritical men ready to stone her. And an unrighteous publican who has nothing but shame. And a lonely leper who has nothing but longing for human touch and mourning sisters who have nothing but tears for dead brother Lazarus who doesn't even have a heartbeat. The poor in spirit, the mourning, the powerless, hungering, those with nothing who are nothing are called blessed. And why? Because they have Jesus. They are blessed for the same reason you are blessed. They are blessed not because they are holy heroes, but because they have a holy Savior, holy in love with them, who for them and you became a nothing, gave his whole self, shed his holy blood to fill the nothings with somethings, with forgiveness and hope and comfort and eternal inheritance and life to the full. kinds of people Jesus speaks of in the Beatitudes, they are blessed for the same reason you are blessed. And this is what I'm getting to. They are blessed for the same reason those saints, our saints who are with Jesus and so with us, are blessed. Because they have Jesus. And this is where our saints who are our courage are so in a different way than Harry's were for him. Harry's saints were his courage because they were heroes. And yes, we've got our heroes too and people whose great deeds of faith and faithfulness we give thanks and should give thanks for and be inspired by. But it might just be that our saints are most our courage, most encouraging, precisely where and because they were not heroes. (laughs) Think of it like this. In a little bit, we'll read a, a list of names of some saints who are with Jesus, people close to members who have died uh, sometime recently, most of them. Uh, Someday, my name will be on such an All Saints Day list. Yours will too, but for now, imagine my name. Benjamin Maton. Bong. Most people, and hearing that, won't think much of anything. Say, who's that? But some might think, oh yes, he was that pastor. A few might remember fondly a a couple of my better qualities or a a positive thing or two I I managed not to mess up too, too badly and smile. But there will also be people, probably the people who knew me best, thinking, If they only knew. (laughs) All those people thinking nice things, they didn't have to live with them. No hero that one. (laughs) Heck, there might even be a couple folks thinking good riddance to that old son of a gun, Maiden. Wish we could have rung the bell for him years ago. And yet the bell will still ring for me. For nothing like me, the bell will ring. And why? You got it. Jesus. Because in Jesus, not blessed are the heroes, but blessed are the nothings. 
And if you're around to hear the bell ring for me, exactly that will be your courage. It will say, if for that nothing, I guess for me too. All those people will ring the bell for in a few minutes. All the other people you will be thinking of as it chimes, none of them were heroes. At least none of them were only heroes. All of them, just like you are, were poor, lowly, powerless sinners who in life had occasion to mourn and cause others to mourn, most of whom died leaving a whole lot of things unresolved, things that should have been different. But all the people will ring the bell for in a minute, and the other people you'll be thinking of as it chimes were blessed. Blessed because Jesus was with them. Maybe, maybe most with them when they didn't even know it. With them when they lived and with them when they died, none of them died alone. And they were blessed with forgiveness for the sin, even though the sin they didn't realize that they had or just plain refused to see. They were blessed because Jesus was with them and now are blessed because they are with Jesus. They are a source of courage, not because they were heroes, but because they were graced, because they were bejesused, Christed, christened, that old word for baptism, blessed for the same reason you are, because Jesus grabbed on to their empty selves in holy baptism and filled them with the promise, I will never, ever let you go. Harry Potter had a resurrection stone that made his saints appear. And that would be nice to have, wouldn't it? I imagine many of you would give uh, a lot for just a single face-to-face conversation. But instead, and for now, we know those saints that they are with Jesus. And because Jesus is with us, they and all those saints are with us. Not face-to-face, but not just a figment of the imagination either walking with us toward what they have already walked through. Of course, we Christians speak of a resurrection stone too. That great big one. So big it took angel strength to move to reveal the empty tomb. And so the promise of that face-to-face day we long for and sang about. When, lo, there breaks a yet more glorious day, And saints, your saints, triumphant because of Jesus, rise in bright array. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.